Play. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And future mixtape, it wasn't really that good, but this new <laughs> Joe Budden album is fine. But you know, it, it got a lot of publicity. It, well, yeah, it, it didn't live up to the hype. It really didn't, but it's mm. Drake and Future. But anyways, guys, you don't care about Drake and Future unless we're talking about plastic bags or scholarships. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. And we just finished up an amazing segment about sex trafficking where we found out, among other things, that last year, 4,000 children in New York City were victims of sex trafficking. Out that 4,000 in New York, only 10% of them had pimps, which means the rest of them entered this industry on their own, whether that be for financial reasons, lack of love and attention in their homes, or because they thought it was their only option. And of course, the biggest number in my mind, 45% of those victims found in trafficking were boys. In New York. In New York, I should be clear about it. New York were, were boys. Those were huge things. But we are shifting gears now, and we are going to the news roundup, where we talk about all the things that happened in the week in the news that made you scratch your head, laugh, curse, cry, flip a table, or drink lots and lots of whiskey. Like Stanley. I don't, yeah, yeah. I do. And call us up and tell us your news stories, 212-650-6903, but don't curse. Yes. No cursing. Yeah, like, it's been three years and they still try to curse. And also, you can tweet us at BeHerd underscore radio or hit us up in Politically well, Preposterous. You can, you can curse on Twitter or Politically Preposterous. I will not read your curse word on yes. this. I probably will slip up and read it, so let's avoid that. <laughs> Selena doesn't know what curse words are. So like, what, That's why what Selena's is not allowed to read comments. That's right. But guys, I want to <laughs> start. Or talk about Nicki Minaj. Yes, asbestos. <laughs> I want to start off the news roundup, guys, with... A story that I think is pretty interesting. Donald Trump and Ben Carson threatens to pull out of the next Republican debate. I'm not even. Maybe one of you guys know why, but apparently there was some issues with the, like with the seating. They don't the, like the rules. They didn't. Yeah, like something in the rules that they don't like. And C-SPAN is about to give into the to their CNBC. demands. CNBC is about to give into their the um into their demands like legit. I mean, ben, the two, the number one and two, like frontrunners right now in the Republican election. You know, one of their demands I actually agree with. They think the debate was too long. I yeah. think it was too long, also. Yeah. You know, the, there's 17 candidates and they're having like 12 or something debates, and they're saying the same thing every single time they go up there. So it's like you just hear Donald Trump talking about building a wall and like saying other disparaging things about minority groups, and you know, then Ben Carson has to get in at least like 15 Holocaust comments. <laughs> That don't even make any sense um, but like I'm sorry I don't need to hear that crap for four hours like yeah, two do. hours is enough for me yeah. in fact I'm not even watching the next one because I had a panic attack during the last <laughs> no you didn't no legit like it just that's not funny but what? No, it's not funny but I don't know just like the things they were saying so crazy and all of a sudden I was sitting there and then my heart started racing and I started having a full-blown panic attack and then I turned it off and I was like you know what nope so guess what I'm not watching it at all but still I think it's too long. If you were drinking, that wouldn't have happened. But no, I, I get you because they say such crazy things, Ben Carson and Donald Trump in particular, and people are like, yeah, America! And then it's really cr- scary because people really believe this yeah, crap. That's I think that's what yeah. triggered me to have the panic attack. Yeah. Remember when Carly Fiona, I mean, Fiorina, Fiorina, Fiorina spoke about Planned Parenthood and that baby <laughs> oh who she, she found, she was talking about how a baby was on the table crying and kicking and they were like, well, let's, we have to keep its brain. Yeah. And that like, wasn't even true. Yeah, it wasn't. And I was like, oh my God, we need to shut it down. Like, I am like the most progressive. Chris, stop it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, she almost had me from it. I mean, the image was just so vis- like well, visible. Well, yeah, she made it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's easy to be graphic when you're a liar. Was she right, high when true. she watched I the video? That, like, she might have had fa- some K too. It's like four Pinocchios right yes. there. 
And like, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Alyssa. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to change the topic a little and Ditto. speak of other things that are a little scary and may cause you to have a panic attack. Um, so, you know, the NYPD has x-ray vans? Yes. Yeah, no, legit. And they don't want to talk about them. So oh, the uh, NYCLU, which is the New York Civil Liberties Union, and there's an article about it in New York Magazine. Um, but apparently when uh, the commissioner, Bratton, was asked about the uh, transparency and about the x-ray vans, he said, quote, those are issues I'd prefer not to divulge to the public at this time. So uh, if you're not surprised, the NYPD is probably, I don't know, rolling around their x-ray van and who knows what they're x-raying. Uh, oh. But just so you know what this is, this is actually um, basically the whole body imager technology uh, that was installed in airports several years ago that people complained about because they got a reputation as being the naked scanners. And by the way, just in case you want to know how much money came out of your taxes for this, each van cost between $729,000 and $825,000. So it cost almost a million dollars for each one of these vans and the NYPD has two of them and uh, they don't want to tell us anything about them which kind of scares the hell out of me. Weren't they saying they they needed money for more cops? How many cops could they have hired with that waste of money right there? Uh, They hired 1,300 more cops. Well you know what? Yeah but they had to get more money from the city council to do it. Yeah now they need 1,300 more people on the street that you know have to get there make their quota I'm going to put so exist. much porn inside my jacket so when they x-ray <laughs> me all they see is that. Oh wow. So speaking of creepy a porno company, I think they're called Brazzers, just opened up university for becoming oh, a porn yeah, star. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> porn <laughs> star university? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you need they're to go- learn? They're going to be, I guess, teaching the actors the tricks? And I don't actresses. know. You know, that's interesting, that what do you need to learn? So um, I was reading an article, it may have been in Vice Magazine a few years back, and it was all about how, actually, it's not just like having sex on camera. Like, they are, like, filming different shots, and I don't, it's probably a little too racy for us to get it into uh, yeah. in discussion on the radio and we can obviously have that discussion further but I think it's a lot more complicated at least for the man mm. it can yeah. be a lot more complicated than you think it is yeah. um, when you're really? filming a scene over the course of three hours and I certain things have to that. be working properly I saw a documentary <laughs> about that about um, like how difficult guys are underpaid and overworked in the porn in- industry I thought women were underpaid women are definitely not underpaid in porno not in they're, porn they're the top like money makers but anyways guys um, what what, are, what do they name the degrees over there? Like, could you have like a bachelor's wow. in like in like philosophy or anthropology, but in like butt anthropology? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I really. I mean, I don't. I don't know who's gonna take that university. You know, like, seriously. I actually took a class in in, as, in my first in uh, the anthropology of sex. I in my in college oh. when I was at Binghamton, um, and it was a really really interesting class. And it was we like had to read Michael Foucault's like philosophy on Is sexuality and like something like no, he's a philosopher. Um, but it was actually really, really interesting. Um, I don't think that necessarily fits into pornographer school, but... How do you know, huh? I don't know. So. Maybe they're studying all sorts of stuff. Maybe you can go to, to like, Brazzers University and go to law school from there. I don't know. You could also go to Sports Betting University. That's a university? Yeah, it's where you learn how to launder money in big bags and send it offshore. Oh, <laughs> that's what he said. Tell us some more about it, Alyssa. All right, Speaking so there was a big breaking news this week, and it was about the sports betting industry, and apparently the FBI has been investigating organizations like FanDuel and DraftKings 
Games, which if you don't know, are fantasy sports organizations where you can go on and you can deposit some money into an account and then you can compete against other people um, and then you can potentially win money. Now, in certain states, though, gambling is illegal. And Mm -hmm. so in those states, like you're not you're only supposed to be able to participate for fun, like you can't actually gamble. Um, But these websites have been allegedly skirting some of these laws. Mm. And that's also led to, so you know what happens when you skirt laws and you have a lot of Mm. money coming in? You have to put that money somewhere. That's called laundering, right? Mm. You have to make that money seem legit in some way. And so there's actually been reports of like, kind of almost like mafioso type stuff where people carrying bags of money on planes and to the Caymans to try and figure out where to put this money and how to avoid the government knowing about this money. Um, And then actually the latest news I heard is that Nevada actually shut down the websites because of Nevada's gambling regulations. Nevada gambling is actually legal, (laughs) but because it's legal, there's a ton of regulations Mm. on it. And so regulators said that because this is gambling and they are skirting the Nevada regulations that they were shutting them down. So I think there's going to be a lot more that comes out about this story. Well, in their defense, I made $100 off of them at the beginning of the football season and I only put in like 25 bucks. My my question was will this affect casual game? I don't know what you call them like casual betters, people like Stanley who well, get into the game every now every so often. Well, I mean Will it? I mean, not really at the moment. No, no. but it it affects taxpayers potentially because if they're laundering money offshores, that's money that they're not paying taxes on. So that's money that's coming out of the U.S. Treasury Department that that should, you know, otherwise be the people's money, so to speak. You know, tax money is our money for the government to be spending. But the other thing that question that it raises is actually about integrity within sports when Mm. there's so much money involved and, you know, there's so much on the line. I mean, I don't want to use like people. Rose as the example, but that's like the most well-known example of somebody essentially being paid off to like throw a game in order to, you know, because of gambling, right. for well, gambling reasons. In Pete Rose's defense, there was never any proof that he threw a game while being a coach of the Cincinnati Reds or like he betted on other teams. Right. That's why I don't want to use that example, you know, per se. But my point is, you know, if... When, with gambling and especially with sports gambling comes the potential for impropriety and for integrity problems within sports themselves. And, you know, sports are big business in this country, for one. But two, you know, we expect there's a certain mm. level that we expect our athletes. I mean, that's why the Lance Armstrong thing was such a big deal, right? right. That's why that's Alex pretty. Rodriguez is the most hated man in baseball, because we expect our athletes to compete with integrity right. and and yeah. when there's lots of money involved sometimes that integrity gets lost we Spe- expect athletes to compete with integrity but we let businesses do what they want to do sorry speaking like- of integrity and a lot of money involved so the state of illinois is actually issuing their state lottery letter- winners ious so if you <laughs> won the lottery and you won more than six hundred dollars Instead of the check, they're issuing the IOU IOU because of their budget crisis, which is completely, I mean, it's just horrible. There's a lot of internal conflict between um, the state legislators there, which are, I think, majority Democratic, Mm -hmm. but they have the new governor there, which is Republican, Mm -hmm. and they just haven't gave the, um, like, their comptroller the authority to continue to issue out these checks because of the internal conflict. You know what gets on my nerves about stuff like this? What? Is that if a person can't pay their bill, whether it be a state bill or like a personal bill, no one's letting them give them an IOU. They're coming right. for everything. <laughs> right. But then as soon as the business is stumbling or the government can't pay a bill, all of a sudden you have to be patient. That's a crock of BS. Give these 
these people their lottery money. They well, I mean, they legally can't. Like the person in charge of that legal legally uh legally cannot issue those checks. Well, right now. I legally cannot pay Sally Mae because I legally don't make enough money. Stop calling me Naviant. Um guys, <laughs> if you have a question or a comment um on this issue or anything else that we're talking about, or if you simply wanna uh, talk about your own story that made you, you know, robbed you up a little bit this week, then you can call us up at two one two six five zero six nine zero three. You can also tweet us at be heard underscore radio. I don't know if this happened this week or last week. I my memory's fuzzy. Raven Simone saying she wouldn't oh. hire someone who had a ghetto name like um Watermelon yeah. Isha, even though her name is Raven Simone with an accent where sh- there should be no accent. Did you so see the thing that I posted about how <laughs> we, we get Rachel Dozal <laughs> they they yes. have to take Raven Simone. What was oh. it? I don't know. It was I really will funny. gladly trade Rachel Dozal for Raven yeah, Simone. Yeah, I mean, so, well, the thing is, Raven has since uh, issued an apology. You, even her father was like, sometimes she says stupid ish um so like does her so, black card get revoked oh she lost that raven right. is so i don't want to say cooney but like she oh, just oh. says anything Raven's and a- but she believes it she believes what yeah, she says like that i don't you know what it is what this is someone who's very clearly like white whitewashed and mm. like very much so wants like wants to deny or doesn't understand her culture it's like she's been, she's been listening to ben carson motivational tapes right <laughs> it's, it's something she, she must be on the uh, the ben carson ragging she said that like i'm not black i don't like the labels i'm american which is yep. another label she said yep. she was from like 20 different continents even though we only have seven she i mean like she this is not the first time she said something stupid she would say something else stupid oh and Coulter sent for her soul oh she guess said, what so, in, and in 2020 she's running for president right yeah, that's oh why she's God. saying oh. stupid stuff Raven Raven someone, Raven this is jokes oh, okay. so, I, I hope that's a joke so ann Coulter was on the on view this thursday and raven simone said well my, my mother taught me that you know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all in regards to ann Coulter's book talking about immigrants and i guess saying some very disparaging things and ann Coulter said if I didn't send for you, don't come. And then she said, at least I'm talking about policy and not just making fun of people's names like Watermelonisha. Ann Coulter said that. Said that to Raven Simone. Wow. Shut Raven Simone up for the rest I of the show. I hate when I have to agree with somebody that I yeah. don't like. I've never <laughs> agreed with Ann Coulter before in life, but I will say that was a good one. Yeah. I'll give credit where credit is due. I actually want to give you a little piece of breaking news that just popped up on my radar, but the New York Times is reporting that the Pentagon says that uh, the leader of a Qaeda cell was killed during an airstrike in Syria. His name is Sanif al-Nassar. He's a Saudi national. He was part of a network of about two dozen Qaeda terrorist operatives called the Kosaran Group. And like I said, uh, this is just breaking news from about a half an hour ago. The Pentagon said he was killed during an airstrike. It's funny you mention that because one of the biggest pieces of news this week is that we are not leaving Afghanistan. The president just announced that, that we're going to be staying there longer than expected. And I know that was one of his big campaign promises when he first ran for office. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, he said that he's leaving, I think, 9,000 troops there throughout 2016. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's He's leaving them there because of they, the, the country needs more stability and they don't want another uprising or they don't want either the Taliban or ISIS or another terrorist group to take over. You know, someone so, told me. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Listen. I was going to say just well. So when Stanley first reached out to me and he said it looks like the president is going to reverse our withdrawal and it's huge news. And then I wrote, um, you know, if it's true. And then I wrote back. It is true. But I disagree that it's huge news, because if you consider the fact that we never actually withdrew from Afghanistan in the first place. So that's really my opinion is like you know the whole the whole withdrawal is just a huge farce um so you know i don't really see it as like big 
breaking news, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a bit of a, of a political operative and foreign policy expert, and this is about two years ago, and he said, you think we can just walk out of Iraq and Afghanistan? Oh, no, we cannot. At this point, we damn near have to... Um, colonize those places it's because easy that's to the walk only into place. a war it's hard yeah. to get out of one we are not leaving Afghanistan we are not leaving Iraq for a long time be ready to be there for a while this will be the war of our generation and possibly our grandkids because you cannot just go and knock everything over George Bush and then walk away we can't and every time we try things have gotten worse i.e. ISIS so yeah we're gonna be here for a long time no matter how good the president is didn't John McCain say we should be there forever well, he he was he might yeah, be right. John really? McCain's a war hawk. I yeah, mean, he so. he's a war hawk, but like you can't leave there. Mm. There's no like there's no way you can leave there, not in the foreseeable future. I if with it for twenty years, I'm not surprised. Ooh. You know, speaking of um George Bush and uh, his brother Jeb, who's running for president, isn't there like a huge fight going on right now on mm. the right about somebody having said oh, something yeah. um about nine <laughs> eleven and Jeb Bush said, No one blames my brother for nine eleven. What? <laughs> what planet does Jeb Bush All live right, on? Jeb, I saw Jeb's a curse come disqualified through from head. running for president now. What'd you say? I said Jeb's disqualified from running yeah, for president. I can't. I, I can't even stand. I that just made me lose. He he lost all credibility. Well, can you game. really blame George Bush for nine eleven? Think about it. I mean, I'm not saying like. You can put all of that blame, but mm-hmm. Intel has come out saying that they did know that something like this was going to happen in advance, and he didn't take pro- proper protocol or procedure to prevent mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I but mean, listen, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to blame Hillary, I'm saying if. I'm not yeah, saying not sure. But it, it's it's like a logical thing. If, uh, you know, if P, then Q. If not P, then not Q. If you yeah. want to blame Hillary for four people dying in Benghazi because mm. of intelligence failures, um, then you have to be able to place the same blame on George W. Bush for 3,000 people dying due to intelligence failures. So, yeah. you know, if P, then Q, pretty much. I'm very comfortable blaming George Bush for Iraq. I'm very comfortable blaming him for Afghanistan. I'm very comfortable blaming him for ISIS. Mm-hmm. Because we'd had no ISIS if we didn't invade Iraq. Nine eleven, I would say like th- there's definitely fault there, but I wouldn't say it was absolutely his fault. Mm. But I think Alyssa is right that if P then Q, right. if Hillary's is a fault for Benghazi and Obama's a fault for black people, I don't know. I'm just saying you you ha- s- they have to it. be logically consistent, yeah. right? They can't say you know, well, intelligence failures, so you know, let's do this witch hunt towards Hillary, which obviously is coming out. That's another big thing that's come Ooh, out this week about yep. how like all these staffers, Republican staffers, are now coming out and saying like the Benghazi committee is totally political yep. and it's all about the presidency and essentially they've been, you know, well we already knew this, but wasting our tax dollars to investigate this in order to affect Hillary's poll numbers. And which it's you know what? Yep. The the Congress does have an obligation to investigate government wrongdoing and and to investigate them not themselves so to speak but other branches of government. That's one of the functions of Congress, but that doesn't mean they're allowed to use that to go on a political witch hunt to try and win the White House back in 2016 because that's not the purpose of those committees. Oh, you are in the wrong government now, Alyssa. So guys, we do have to go on a break. When we come back, we'll be at the main event, the presidential debate for the Democrats. The Rumble on the Left in Las Vegas. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR. Hot thugs, chicken wings, Popeye's biscuits.